Welcome to another episode of Milk the Clock Podcast. This time, Paul, coming to you live from George Bush Airport, I believe is what they call it, Intercontinental here in Houston, Texas. The Busted Coverage Week at the Super Bowl, sponsored by MySportsBookie.ag. That's MySportsBookie.ag. They're going to be giving you guys cash after you put some money down for this Super Bowl. Up to 50% bonus, Paul. Use the use the referral code BUSTED. You guys know the... By now you know the referral code. Use the referral code BUSTED. Go to mysportsbookie.ag. Paul, uh, I'm barely alive. <laughs> what do you think of all the stuff that's been coming out of Houston? The energy level is a little lower today. I can tell you've been on a whirlwind. You've slept on a man's couch with a soiled blankie or a soiled towel as a blankie. You've encountered Terry Bradshaw. You've encountered Lady Gaga. You even got some Gaga on you. And, uh, you know, I saw the Pack Daddy. I mean, you've just been all over the place. I'll tell you what. Um, today, and, and I'm talking low because I'm at the airport, and it's kind of it's one of those things where you don't usually do a podcast from the food court at an airport. But um, Is there a Sabaro? Uh, no, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A. Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, I finished up today with Man on the Street. All the crazy people start coming in on thir- late Thursday, Friday. Friday is usually the day they're all out. Uh, all the shows are trying to go full bore, hit everything you need to hit, get all the guests you need to get. All the big guests came, came in today. Uh, Tim Tebow, by the way. And this is it. This is tomorrow, you know, no more press tomorrow, and then it's the game. So everything had to get out. You had to get everything done today. You had to blow your wad, uh, media wad, and so you you had J.J. Watt making the rounds, um, a lot of big hitters, Tebow. Uh, so the the supermodels, Does Tebow by the way, still draw a crowd in that scenario? Uh, you know what? No, it's not like Good. it used to be. Um, I think it's because he's just it started to fade so much, and he and he's not playing. We're anymore. tired of it. We've had enough, right? And what does he really have to say walking around? I mean, he hasn't been in the league for how many years now? So what was he promoting? You know what? I didn't. I wasn't even in the room when he was uh, doing the rounds. Uh, probably something by God or something that. Yeah. Some product that, you know, Miracle Muscle Milk or something. I don't know. Uh, I heard it was a new website called Jesus.edu. Probably. He's probably selling college educations. Um, but that is, uh, that, that's the big thing today. So anyway, the man on the street. And here's what I want to get into right away because this, this had my attention instantly. And that was the super fans. Okay? Yeah. And, and, and you watch some of the videos, right? I did. I watched a multitude of them. Right. Here's the thing about the super fans that is driving me crazy. These guys want to be like wrestling characters. They want to be looked at as like a Ric Flair of super fan, uh, as the super football fan, correct? They all want to be that Fireman John guy from the Jets. Right. They all want to have a shtick. But here's the thing. You can dress up. You can dress up as Pack Daddy, the super cow, uh, super Packers fan. You can dress right. up as the ultimate uh, warrior Texans fan. You can dress up as uh, Gene Falcon, the Gene Simmons Falcons fan. But if you can't talk the talk, you you got to get rid of this act. 
Paul, I came across. Who are you referring to? All, yeah, tell all, me, please. All, all three of them. All three of them today. Wow. 0 for 3. Uh, they can't cut a promo to save their life. If you put a <laughs> if you put a camera on these guys, uh, you need you need straight fire. I need straight fire out of you because otherwise, why would a TV station want to put you on other than you just look like an idiot? Um, that's that's what's coming on. It is apparently and, it is, and then and then the guys can't. You know, you put them on air and they're horrible. They're just terrible. Uh, 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 uh. Well, okay, example: Pack Daddy. He's he he's got the cheese. He's got the yellow. He was game ready. He he was ready. I, I don't even I don't recognize that guy, so I don't think he necessarily goes to a lot of games. But um, this guy, I put the camera on him. And I asked him who, what was going to happen Sunday, or who do you want to win? And he yeah. he says, I want it to be a tie. And Just off. I wanted to punch him. I wanted to punch him <laughs> because you hear me say, you hear me say clearly, well that that can't happen. And then he's like, Yeah, well, uh, no more questions, and he's out. Yeah, yeah, what? like he had like a throng of media behind you. What is that shit? What what is this? He wants his he, a tie. A tie. What kind of stupid garbage answer is that? Come on. Apparently he didn't uh, anticipate your simpleton question, and I mean, he hadn't even thought about it. I mean, he he's 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 way out of his league. He can't cut a promo to save his life. I'm sick of him, and I'm also sick. Not ready. No, he's 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 a pretender. Uh, and then Gene Falcon. Uh, he looks like Gene Simmons. We're calling him Gene Falcon. Uh, I, you know, I ask him, uh, what do you think is going to happen Sunday? And his answer was, it could be a blowout or it could be a close game. And I thought, oh, good. Some good insight. I I thought, holy shit, what is going on with these super fans? This is the Super Bowl. You've got to be prepared with your comments. You've got to have a hot take ready to go. You could have gotten better insight from those Asians at the hotel night one. Unbelievable that these super fans um, they want to they want to act like they're geniuses and they've got this great act, but uh, yeah. So Gene Falcon was a disaster, and then uh, I forget the third. You know what his name is at the office? His real name? I no. Gene Falcone. He's a regional VP. I'm sure he 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 looks middle aged. Uh, at some at like at what age? At what age do these guys all of a sudden say, "Yeah, I better just start dressing up as a." I mean, he looks like he's. You know, that's a, a great question. Yeah, go it, ahead. It really is. Well, it's a great question because you never see a younger guy doing it, or you know, or even a maybe a younger hot babe wear a crop top or a midriff exposed type outfit. But why is it always middle aged fat man? Well, uh, Gene Falcon isn't fat, but um, I, I just think that it's something where they are like trying to get back their youth. Because, recapture midlife and, crisis type scenario. It's like they want to be uh they want they want people to love them. They love the attention, but I'm trying to figure out like does that kick in at like 50, uh, you know, late 40s, 50, where you're hitting that midlife crisis, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I probably should start painting my face and going to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I already so, had mine. I got mine out of the way at like. Uh, 29 28 something like that right you got your divorce. little time saver you got your divorce out of the way uh but any <laughs> but anyway you got these guys you got these guys that want to talk the talk um oh 
ultimate the ultimate Texans warrior. Um, he seemed like a nice guy, but his wife is like standing right there with him, right? And you have to wonder. Like his mom. You have to wonder, like, what does his wife think of this lifestyle? Because she can't be like totally cool with it, right? Right. I mean, do you think they they're swingers? Is that what you're saying? I, probably. I can't imagine. I can't imagine that you. He he's this extrovert, right? Like I don't get Completely. it. And, and she's got to sit there and go with him and and play along with this shtick, uh, because he <laughs> he needs the admiration of his fans and people sticking a camera in his face. But yep. Uh, and this is another thing I wanted to say is guys like this Pack Daddy. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. The NFL is seeding these guys. They're paying for travel. They're paying for tickets for super, for super fans. I, I have this sneaking suspicion uh, that they pick out different super fans to come to the Super Bowl so that the fans have somebody that they can like interact with so it's more of a circus. Uh, really? It, it really feels like that. It feels like the NFL has, this, has this plan where they like – the super fans being around to energize the um, the the atmosphere at NFL Experience or whatever, uh, because it's too odd that they these guys. I mean, this is this, you know how expensive this stuff is, right? Yes, I mean, I think you, that doesn't. I don't think that's too far off because the cool thing about the Super Bowls of yesteryears, there were like regular fans in the stands wearing like regular work clothes you know not like every nfl licensed team paraphernalia shirt or whatever and now you you always hear about these executives that are you know getting every great seat for the super bowl and every game so right it makes sense to show that they're still connected to the original fan base right yeah because there's no way these super fans end up in the front row by yeah, just they just happen to know somebody just buying tickets at nfl ticket exchange right Right, so I'm not I'm not falling for the NFL's bullshit on this. They they're it's listen. You either start you either get on board with the NFL or you get left behind because uh, everybody knows not to mess with the shield. Uh, pass uh, press passes and um, advertisers and marketing and all this shit. And if you don't, kiss, well, here's a question for yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. You're in the room with Roger Goodell, which right. is way closer than most people. What did the room feel like? What did the, well, did it change? Did the temperature change? What was it like? Well, I, I didn't. They didn't turn the air conditioning on. Um, it was that was bad. Uh, it's it's late in the week. Um, no, <laughs> I mean, these, flying joke. Well, these guys, these guys, uh, they they don't mind to ask him a tough question. It, they pretty much know by now, Roger, they can throw flame at him, and he's dodging everything. Uh, Roger the Dodger. Yeah, Roger the Dodger. But, no, these guys don't. Uh, they ask the tough questions, but they're not going to shit on him totally. Uh, no, but, I mean, is he, like, such a masterful public speaker that you you immediately go into, like, zone-out mode seven seconds in or whatever he's saying about whatever? Yes, and he... You know, you know he, the type. He spins his words perfectly and that's why he gets paid 40 million dollars uh but i yeah let's transition into this um the atmosphere at this super bowl and i've had a couple conversations today uh specifically about what the i i I have this 
bad feeling, Paul, that the election crushed a lot of the spending from uh, brands. And I have this feeling that brands... But why? Why? The economy's well, up. No, well, no, America's I'm not, back. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... I'm talking about the... There's this weird feeling... It feels like they have a ton of security. I don't know whether brands were afraid that there were going to be um, riots in the streets. I don't know. Um, but it just feels different this year. It, they, what they did in Houston is they literally fenced off pretty much all of downtown. So once you're inside, there's only specific spots you can get out where the uh, fan experience is. And it is like it's like a... Uh, Iraqi village in there, like a military. Com- <laughs> it's like a military compound. There's multiple layers of fences. Uh, you're, you could get through one one fence. You're not getting through the next one. They've got like fortified fences. Um, it, security every everywhere. It's it's one of the most secure Super Bowls I've ever been to, uh, compared to like mm-hmm. like New Orleans. Oh my God, like New Orleans, there was nothing. There was there was like zero. That city was wide open. Houston's not even close to like that. They, they have fenced off Houston. Uh, so once you're inside, Paul, if you're on one side of downtown, don't even think about getting to the other side of the uh, downtown because you can't walk. You, you can't. You can literally not walk that way. Uh, we had people. Right. You have to go way around this convention center. It's crazy. So they've they've fortified the damn place. And I'll be honest, I couldn't believe how relieved I was to get the hell out of there tonight. Well, and that's what that was my experience in Phoenix too. Even though it was much further away, Glendale, whatever it's called, was so far outside of downtown Phoenix. Once you got there, I mean, there were literally it was like layers upon layers of security. There's no way you're getting close, and and everybody has a, an attitude like they're they're not. Right. <laughs> you're not charming your way anywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know the uh, yeah the, the the I'll tell the story about last night, but. Um, we went to the Madden. Yeah, Bowl. we went to Madden. Bowl. I want to hear about Madden. Yeah, let's Bowl. talk about the good shit. Um, Come on, this is what stuff people want to know. Uh, went to Madden Bowl and missed the red carpet. Totally whiffed on that. Uh, how'd you do? How'd you screw that we up? We were late. We were late. Uh, it's hard to get around Houston. It, it, the The location was bad. We had to go uh, way, way around this building, and it was a disaster trying to get there. Ooh. All right. Let's let's be honest here. Uber is really good, right? But uh, yeah. the drivers are complete garbage uh, w- w- for these big events. It was a it's a mixed bag. It uh, terrible, terrible. Last year in San Francisco, I had to be an asshole to these these drivers. This year, the guy last night was oh my god. So anyway, we were there, we get there late. It's 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 a mess, and we walk in huh? and we're like wait. They, they're not even nobody's on the red carpet. And I talked to a guy. And he said, "Yeah, they're done." So we're like, "Well, we might as well just start drinking." And, well, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so we, you know, we we mingle and we're uh, we're messing around. It's it's normal. And um, yeah, I mean, it, the Madden Bowl is in this massive warehouse that they've fashioned into a three story club. Uh, multiple uh, VIP areas for the whoever the big dollars. Um, so uh, 
you know what? I don't even know who won. I think Eric Berry won Madden Bowl over Dak Prescott. Who cares? Let me do a quick Google. Yeah, so, yeah I mean, who cares? Right. But, but I any, wish it would have been like some fifth stringer for the Bears. Yeah. No, it's always these top players. They, they only let the top players into this. Um, but anyway, we, we Sam Hunt came on. Do you even know who Sam Hunt is? Country guy. I know him from Fiona knows. Him, I couldn't. So I couldn't, she told me. I couldn't tell if he was country or whether he was like white hip hop. I couldn't tell. So uh, is that his shtick? Maybe it seems like it. I can't tell what in the hell is going on. So you know he he plays and I get a message from an old friend and the old friend says, "Hey, turtle racing. We're at we're at a bar. I saw that. We're at a Love bar it. and we're." We're going turtle. We're watching turtle races. Uh, listen, I said it today. Nothing gets me out of a concert that I don't care about quicker, mm-hmm. quicker than turtle racing. I got in a cab. Boom, I'm there. Got to see a turtle race. First turtle race in my life. Have you ever been to turtle racing? No. What? How? What's the distance that we're talking? Um. Maybe uh, six feet, seven feet from the center. Um, they put all these. Really? They put all these um, turtles into a bin. The bin is bottomless, so they put them in there up on this pedestal, and they count it down, hit release, and uh, these guys pull the bin up, and it it lets the turtles go loose, right? So some uh-huh. of them, they some of them go sliding down this uh, this incline, and then once they get to the bottom of the incline, they're 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 scooting. I couldn't believe it. These turtles, Paul, they like how fast? Like fast as a turtle or faster? Faster. I don't know how in the hell these turtles all of a sudden can move like crazy on this turf. But the I, I was like <laughs> how, I was like how quick is this? It's over? the turf. In, in, it's the fast fast field. Yeah, fast turf. And these turtles haul ass, and I'm telling you right now, you got to see that video. It's on, uh, it's on uh, Periscope. I put it on the BC Periscope on I Twitter. You can see it there. I'm gonna put it. I need to move that video over to Instagram. Everybody's got to see it. Facebook, all that good stuff. I'll do that when I get I home. I have to tell you, I woke up this morning because I went to bed at like 9:15. Fiona had school, and you know how it is when you're putting one of your kids to bed, you end up falling asleep. Right. The first thing I did was reach for the cellular phone in the morning and be like, "What is? What did Joe do last night? I, I want some. I want an update." And and the first thing I see is turtle racing. I saw a couple images from the red carpet. Can't was it Cameron Jordan? Cameron that, that was yeah Cameron Jordan with the uh, that, arm candy. Two babes. And then yep. uh, and then and Ma- then uh, the attractive woman from Nesson. Yes, yeah. Michaela from Nesson is uh, a new friend of the site. And she, you know what? She's she wants to make she wants to make some moves, Paul. She wants to make some moves in the world. So Michaela, I like it. Yeah, Michaela. She uh, she said, "Hey, get a, get a photo of me on the red carpet." And I said, "Listen, the readers will love that." So stuck her on. Yeah, Cameron Jordan. He had the two the two attractive ladies on his arms. Um, he Did was, he bring those ladies, or were they there posing? Well, th- w- th- there was another guy, but I cut him out of the photo because I wanted it to look like Cameron <laughs> Jordan brought two women with him to the party. Uh, he appreciates it. Yeah, so, so yeah, I, I cropped, it, cropped that other guy right out. Um, 
And then I believe, yeah, Cameron Jordan was working for the NFL Network, uh, you know, whatever. Um, so he was there, and you know what? I lost track of all the people. It, Eric Dickerson. Uh, oh, Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith was there uh, looking massive like usual. Um, Hasn't changed since you ran into him. No, and uh, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston was there. Uh, Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard was also oh. there. Yeah, so I still uh, like Desmond Howard. He's a, he's a good media personality. He is, you know, like I'm is. sick of Dion, but I like Desmond Howard. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind him. He calls his content right, and uh, that's what I'm about. So yeah, uh, th- yeah, those are some names. I'm I'm losing track. I don't know who. I can't remember all the other names. Uh, they they all start to look the same, and I can't I can't really keep them straight. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's a little bit of what happened last night. The turtle racing, by the way. Uh, just turned into an all-out assault on the beverages. Um, got got a little turn up. Uh, then good. Start, and then the fireball started to roll. Uh, it was another hard night. Hard again. night to drink. Uh, yes, uh, yes. And the fireball rolled through again. And the key to the last night uh, was that we signed a new uh, insider. For Milk the Clock podcast, we I, really? I, I got I have the papers signed. We're gonna breaking news. Yes, breaking news. We will have an insider. We're gonna call him Agent X. Agent X, <laughs> and he he will be providing us. It. He will be providing us with insider info into the world of athletes, organ, uh, NFL. Uh, how much, really? How much? He's going to come on from time to time. Yes. How much it costs to bring these guys in to do events, Paul? This is going to be the fascinating shit that people are going to love to hear, coming straight from a guy that knows what he's talking about, right? Oh, the guy. If you, it's the you, individual, you I think know it what is. I'm talking about. And the guy. Oh, it's a, that guy's got some takes. It is a. Let's show these super yeah. fans how to do it. Right. Uh, so that was a big signing last night. Uh, you know, the key is to get <laughs> really it. get. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! You ought to see what just walked past me. Holy what happened? Shit. What was it? Play by play. Give me the blow by blow. Boots and a skirt that barely covered her ass, and uh, she was, yeah, okay. Where did he go? Uh, by, she's probably coming in. Hope, You're going out. No, You're leaving. She, I think she's, <laughs> she shouldn't be leaving, but I think she is. Uh, she can probably have – she could probably date a NFL quarterback at some point this weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah, my wife's going to kill me. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so major signing. That will be uh, – going forward, we will have a new guest on the show, Agent X, recurring guest. <laughs> So, yeah. So we we get we get a little loose. I, and have you ever been to Houston? I've never been to Houston. No. All right. So they have these. They call them ice houses. So everything's open air. Every, it's just hodgepodge of rooms and chairs just in random places and picnic tables and everything. So it this place is like a carnival. And then you get the turtle racing outside. It's nuts. They have like, they have like one room has a DJ, one room has a band. The next, the next room has turtle racing. So, uh, that, it, it was right up my alley. I, I, I enjoyed it. I can't. What I really want to hear about though, now yeah. that I heard the F word, fireball, is your sleeping arrangement. We heard about it 
the you know from yesterday from the previous evening where did you fall asleep last night well, i i came in and listen the guy i'm staying with or was staying with matt i, two, I like how you say that it sounds so weird i love it i'm not even gonna ask that I'm staying with a guy named Matt. <laughs> no, the guy you're the guy I'm staying with. Yes, that sounds that sounds incredibly weird. Uh, so two nights in a row, I roll in and he's not even there. He's he hasn't even been back from the party yet. And I, I'm like, what the hell's going on? Well, it turns out. I, long story short, this, this guy yeah. goes this guy goes to Whataburger two nights in a row. Two nights in a row to Whataburger at 2 a.m. <laughs> I have no idea what time he ended up getting back, but he loved that Whataburger. Um, so, did you hear him just sucking it no, down next to you as you slept? No, I never heard a word from him. Never heard a word from him. He, w- but he had all the wrappers. He had all the cups and the wrappers uh, next to his bed uh, uh, in the morning. It was like a, it was like this giant Whataburger. I like this guy's yeah. style. So. Um, so I roll in and, you know, I, I know I'm sleeping on the couch and I mm-hmm. go, I go into the bathroom and I'm like, listen, it worked last night. I'm going to be prepared tonight. So I, I get Did you the, double up. No, I know because I knew that we only had, I think we had only two towels. So somehow they only left us two towels. So I, I was like, all right, I'll get my hoodie on and I'll get the towel and listen, I slept like a rock, like a rock. Two nights. What time in a row. did you get up? Uh, early. I had a radio hit this morning. I had to do, had to be on the radio, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was up at like seven, um, which was really early. I rolled out. That's early. I, I I was down in the lobby and I could barely keep my eyes open. They were so like bloodshot. Oh, one of those. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so that was it. Was rough. It was. It was a rough one. I had to. I had to rebound, and I'll tell you right now. Uh, I, I'm fine. I am. I'm, oh, here she comes. Here she comes. She's back. Get an image. Put she's, me on pause. Uh, dude, she's got boots. Yeah, on pause. Oh man, no. Come on. I, I can't. Hold on. Why? Dude, if I would have seen her. Do it. Ah, she's gone. Uh, but come on. I know. I'll Keep find your way out. I'll find. She might be on my flight. I'll find her. Um, but anyway. <laughs> So so uh, so the sleeping arrangements were weird. Then the the towel that I used to sleep with as a blanket, I used it yeah. as a tower a, sh- a shower towel. So my blanket <laughs> was my towel this morning. Uh, the circle of life. But that's how it is at the Super Bowl. You just adjust. You adapt. If you don't adapt, you're gonna get run over. And uh, listen, I'm getting adapt out. or die. I am getting out at the right time. I I can't imagine another night like the last two. Oh uh, god can i tell you how awful it was to leave the phoenix super bowl go ahead it was just um dude it was this airport is straight out of like 1920 they've got all these like life-size dioramas and dusty old stuffed mountain lions and all this weird stuff all throughout the airport and getting out of there everybody's a zombie and everybody wants out immediately <laughs> there's no patience <laughs> like we flew out the following the monday after at like like right around noon which in yep. hindsight was the stupidest thing we could have done oh. and it was just miles the l- lines of people were miles long everybody's on edge everybody just wants to get home 
on the way back, I started to feel sick, and you know, we went hard, Joe. Did, and did you vomit the, on the plane? No, no. Someone did though on the flight, because <laughs> it was. I got on and I'm like, oh man, that's a good seat. I get over there. There's this girl with her tray table down, her head completely covered with a hoodie in her arms, and there's just a pile of puke to her left. <laughs> and remember when you were in school and somebody would puke and they oh, put that sawdust God. stuff yes. on it yes. to like absorb it, supposedly? It never worked. That was on her puke. Oh, so I was like, man. well, I'll just go to the back. Then they had to move us off the plane. Like the plane, like we sat on the, run- the not even the runway, like I don't even know if we got out of the gate, for like an hour plus and so then i missed my connecting flight and it was this whole thing and i'm just feeling progressively more and more sick <laughs> and then I got home. like like i think i was ultimately five hours late but i was just glad to not have a flight canceled you know and uh get home started feeling even more sick the minute i laid down oh. just so glad to be home and then I got a sinus infection. It was diagnosed like two days later. Listen, listen. I do, it all, I do it all again in a heartbeat. Speaking of that, all right, the last two or yeah. three Super Bowls I've been to, I've, yeah. I get home and I have a sinus infection. Or <laughs> one, one year I had a, a broken eardrum. Uh, I remember that oh, one. Oh, man. You ever had that happen? No, not well. Sort of. Yeah. But go ahead. Well, literally, I get home, and I don't know, New Orleans, one of them, and I get home, and I'm aching headache, horrible headache, and I wake, I go to bed, wake up, and there's, like, blood all over my pillow. My ear, (laughs) my ear had just erupted, and, like, blood vessels had just started (laughs) bursting in my ear, and I was a mess. Uncle. So, How long did it take to recover from that, dude? Like like a month, because that stuff does not yeah. it does not uh, heal fast at all. Uh, no, terrible, terrible. I got, I went to the doctor, and he's like, "Listen, your eardrum's blown out." And I'm like, "How the fuck did that happen?" And I, he's just <laughs> like, "You probably been flying and just bad living, and and there it went." And so lots of whatever. And yeah, so this time I'm like, listen, I'm getting out of here. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I ran into a friend of mine today that does su- every single Super Bowl, and he's done them for like 10 years straight. And he just got here mm-hmm. last night, and he'll go to every party that he can between now and Monday. And I don't know how in the hell he does it because he's the same age as I am, and he's like a professional partier at these things. And I don't know how these guys—they're programmed differently than I am. I the can old only, schoolers. Uh, I can only take two nights of it, Paul. So I got to get them in, get them out. So I have an old school buddy like that named Paul Kaplan who worked for NFL Films for years. Now he works for Bleacher Report, and he's been to like the last like 22 of the last 23 Super Bowls. And he was like, "It's the ultimate networking event." You know, before I went to my first, the one I've been to, and. Uh, I'm like, you know, and then going to it and coming back, I'm like, how do these guys do it? And it's not like he was going back to his room every night at 9 p.m. or something. Right. <laughs> like he was. Right. He was enjoying himself. See, that's the thing is, uh, you you really have to. And the thing is, I think a lot of these guys are just pickled anyway in life. That it's just that's just <laughs> like that guy's nose. That's li- <laughs> just I, pickled. I, I really think that's how they just live. And. I, I I think you're not far off. I don't know how in the hell they can all any of them can have a normal relationship. 
If you, I, I, don't, I don't think you can. I, like, our friends from a certain agency, like all of them, how could any of those guys have a girlfriend? I, and I know. And conversely, how could any of the girls have a boyfriend? I, I, it, yes, it, exactly, exactly. And uh, they're, they're that's all, not to imply that they're like banging everyone. It's just to imply that the schedule—they're constantly on the go. They're never in a place for more than three days. And they're they're always looking at the next thing. Right, the next event, the next whatever. And I, I'm like you. I I, I do them. Uh, do the Super Bowl. It's part of business. It's part of being BC. And uh, somebody has to do it. But like I've said, Paul, I need one of these young guys to step up. Somebody has to take the reins, because my ass can't be doing this for much longer. So these, these young guys are going to have to get their heads out of their ass and uh, build a personality so that I can take them to one of these things and introduce these guys to all these people that they're going to have new, they're going to have new reps, young reps. And uh, eventually, well, that's, the other yeah. thing. That, that's a key point. You're, you're right. I mean, like you don't see a lot of salty older sea dogs working for agencies <laughs> and there's a reason <laughs> because they're burning it end to end every every week i mean there's always another event you know it's the super bowl this week um nba you know, all-star next game week, nba all-star game nhl all-star game well, that was you know last, it just goes yeah that was last right that's weekend. what i'm saying it goes, there's guys yeah. at the super bowl right now who went to the nhl all-star game Got on a plane, maybe went home for a day, went to the Super Bowl on Tuesday, Wednesday. Right. Then they'll do this, and then they'll go to the NBA All-Star game. And then, and then the next thing, and then the next thing. Right. You know, next weekend, or next week, is a huge vacation week in the sports media world. Like, uh, uh, so many outlets, their people go on vacation. They'll, they'll... They'll go from the Super Bowl straight next to vac- week. Huh? Straight to vacation is like next week is one of the lo- slowest weeks in the sports world. Mm-hmm. It, everybody's burnout. Everybody's burnout. They're done. They're done with football. And yeah, it's a big February is a huge month for vacations. So you know you you try to get them in before the NBA All Star game if you're one of the general assignment guys that these guys go to everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's it's really strange how um, February it's huge sports media vacation month. But but yeah, you're right. It, it is it, these guys. You don't see too many old ones that do it. So <laughs> uh, kudos to the ones <laughs> that can survive it. Uh, so yeah, so that wraps up the week. It's been uh, it, it's been interesting. I'm having trouble thinking of all little things like uh, Jerry Jones bus rolling into town. I had a conversation with somebody today about Jerry Jones. I I get the impression he doesn't like to fly. He that bus like is, the Madden Cruiser. Yeah, that and I asked the guy. I said, "What's the story with uh, Jerry?" And and they said, "Yeah, he doesn't like to really fly. He likes to have that bus with him all over the place." So, I mean, I assume he does fly, but but he really likes that bus being in his whatever town he's in. He wants to be in that thing. So it's like his mobile lab, I guess. Um, so so for his face to feed his face. Yeah, he probably knows it's not rigged with cameras catching him requesting dirty shit from side pieces. Banging, yeah, right. So right, yeah. So yeah, um, I, I don't know. Jared, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, but anyway, it's uh, it's great to knock out another podcast. I'm telling you, um, we're we're for two guys. We're able to do quite a bit of this shit. I'm in an airport, 
in a food court and uh, you know knock them out, get them done, get them out, and that's how we're uh, that's where how we're gonna have to do it, Paul. We we're, we we don't have the next. we don't have the resources like all these other big wigs do, all these media giants that we have to battle against. Just a couple of yep. guys. A uh, couple of guys against the world, regular guys, giving you guys insight. Speaking of insight, next week, Tuesday, Joe, yes. just a little reminder, uh, revered and potentially the greatest NFL offensive line coach in history, Howard Mudd of Peyton Manning Indianapolis Colts fame. The list goes on and on. Google him, friends. We'll be speaking to him next Tuesday. Also, latter half of the week, uh, Portland Trailblazers, uh, most improved player, C.J. McCollum. Nice. We'll be talking to him about a yeah about a, a journalist program that he's got for aspiring high school journalists, uh-huh. and I, I immediately asked, "Do you have do you have spots for two guys in their late 30s? <laughs> and, and no, no is the response. Awesome, but, awesome. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so a good, a good week busy. ahead. All right the the sports Absolutely. world the sports world's going on vacation, and our ass is going to be busy. Um, I have to get back home and straighten out all the shit that these young guys screwed up while I was gone. That nobody wants to be in charge. Yep. They, all, they all want to screw things up. So uh, that's it, Paul. Thirty-seven minutes in, I've got a plane to catch. I'm 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 coming in hot. Coming in hot to uh, Detroit. Get a picture. Get a picture of that chick. Give me a picture, will you? I'll find her. All right. Come on. Well, uh, let's let's end it. The people are done. They're not even listening at this point. Everybody have a good night, and uh, talk to you next time. Later.